forever. Dog. Warning. The following live podcast was booked before we knew what temperature it would be. If you need somewhere to cool down, please climb inside the Mirage Volcano. If anyone here pre-gamed at a certain magician's restaurant, this venue may soon become a deadly hotbox of kablip farts. One of the hosts might leave the show after 15 minutes because he booked an extra loud, extra douchey VIP cabana at Wet Republic. Now, live from the Space Las Vegas, just off the strip, it's Podcast The Ride's Big Vegas Groove Blender! song fucking slaps and I wrote it that's right <laughs> take it I'm like Steven Seagal with that screenplay <laughs> I just heard the fucking jamminess song ever you do you wrote the song no no you're supposed to ask me uh, so wait so who wrote that theme song I did all right take the win Thank take you. the win you did it and you know it, what? Yeah. All of you guys take the win as well because you were crazy enough to come to Las Vegas for Podcast the Ride. Oh, my God. Thank you. You guys. You came. We came. We're all insane. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so thrilled to be in this insane room. Welcome to Podcast... I've been... Oh, let me... Here, I'm going to savor this moment, a phrase I've been waiting to say for so long. Welcome to Podcast the Rides. Big Vegas Groove Blender! Wow! Incredible airbrush art. Befitting camel cigarettes in 1997. Um, oh, classy. I should say, by the way, Podcast the Ride... A show hosted by three justice advocates who said we will never do a show in Las Vegas until there is a warrant issued in the case of Tupac Shakur. They got it done. They did do right it yeah. before, right on time. Yeah, Almost had to pull this whole thing. Yeah, we were waiting for the police to do something. <laughs> Finally. We're back, we're back on board. It's been 25 years, but they got more it. tanks, please. Uh, my name is Scott Gardner. Hi, everybody. So good to see you. Down the line, yeah. I'm Jason Sheridan. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Mike Carlson. Nice to meet you. Wow. Wow. Or yeah. I don't think we should be done with applause because uh, I'm going to ask for applause that uh, uh, will answer some questions that I have. Uh, who, uh, by round of applause, Las Vegas locals? 
Hey, not great. bad. Jeez, like twenty-five people. Wow, wow, that's pretty good. Uh, who traveled for this? Who traveled to be here? Yeah. Wow. Incredible, incredible! It's, it's Thank so you. honored, so honored that you would. Uh, uh, that co that costs money. That's a, that's a whole thing to do. And you had to, you also had to explain to people in your lives. <laughs> oh, you gone to Cirque du Soleil? Well, no, not that. Garth Brooks, perhaps? No, they, they talked about him once. They talked about when he put a wig on. Hey, by the way, Jason. Oh, yeah. Show it off. You know, Garth is on stage just a, a couple miles away at Caesars. And I just, you know, wanted to pay tribute to him as we're also treading the boards. We're performers, brothers. <laughs> what? And the yes, theatrical tonight. arts. You're saying we're like Garth. I, I'm saying all of us. The three of us, Garth. Yeah. We just want to put on a nice show for the wonderful people. <laughs> yes, that's right. You're right. Now let's change into our alter ego costumes. Soul patches out, everyone. <laughs> uh, uh, no, this this is uh, so incredible, and uh, that everybody w would make the effort here. Uh, um, I, uh, Jason, I think you had some some odds and ends oh, you wanted yeah. to take care I, of here um, at the time. I got into some uh, Sin City Nights hijinks in the last few days. Um, who's listened to the MGM Grand Adventure episode? Thank you so much. Um, so, uh, Jane and I just got approved for an apartment together. Uh, very wow. exciting. And, you know, we got to a point, the point where they're like, oh, can you please send a federal tax return? And a I... federal tax return? You, well, just send a tax return. We just oh, need okay. proof of income, you know? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and I had just um, cleaned off my desktop of my laptop for the first time in ages. And uh, I had two PDFs on there, and one was indeed a federal tax return. Um, unfortunately, uh, they were very nice about this, but I sent them something and they're like, hey, I think you sent the wrong thing. <laughs> that is not a tax return. And what I sent them was a PDF titled Apocalypse Now MGM Grand <laughs> Theme Park <laughs> Concept Storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you haven't heard it, is something we were passed privately by a listener. Yeah. There was a proposal for an Apocalypse Now boat ride that was going to be very close to here. <laughs> it could have been there. It could have yeah. saved the whole thing. Maybe, we'd all, maybe the show would be happening at the, the MGM, at the King Louis Theater or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Were, were the labels of the files similar? No, I'm telling you, I just had two PDFs on the desktop, and I dragged. <laughs> and you closed your eyes and one. guessed. I, I dragged and dropped. I uh, got me in trouble, and you know, it hit send. How far do you think they got the uh, the man the building manager got into reading the proposal? And was like, this dark ride wouldn't have worked. I'm not letting this guy have an apartment. You know, I watched some of it on YouTube, and they did use some of that proposal, but Apocalypse Now, what were they thinking? <laughs> uh, uh, but you got approved despite... We yeah, this didn't kill the entire that. thing. You yeah, sent the real we thing. Did get approved despite that. All right, great. Um, my other piece of business about the, the, uh, involves this shirt. Oh. 
because don't I, take it off. I'm I'm not taking it off. He took his shirt off at the last the live last show. Last live show we did. Well, well, maybe I should change my rule there. Yeah, take it off if you want. It's hot so, out. It's very hot out. I thought, oh, I'll just get like a bootleg one, and I found one on Etsy, and uh, what I got was like the most like fucked up. Bootleg I've ever seen. Oh no! The bootleg has wrinkles. There's a spot you can see where the decal oh, man. stuck. One side of the decal stuck to the other, and when I opened it, it made a disconcerting noise. And the this shirt. is all, already like a tent. So. The shirt screamed when you opened it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like Chris Gaines. Garth Brooks is Chris Gaines. Has a bunch of scars all over his face. And the mythology of Garth Brooks' alter ego, Chris Gaines, if you didn't hear it in our episode, is that he was in a terrible car accident. Yeah. So finally, Chris Gaines is as ugly well, as Garth Brooks thinks he is. Yeah. Wait, can I ask a question? So you, wait, so you bought this first and then you went, not good enough. I'm not good enough. I need to go to a respectable bootlegger, T Public, your home for the finest bootlegs and also podcast merchandise around. Yes, I see a few. There are some here. Um, what's your plan with the shirt? So my plan with the shirt, uh, is there someone here tonight who posted in our Facebook group, uh, my wife and I are celebrating our anniversary in Vegas, and it'll be fun to come to this show. <laughs> oh, oh, I th- there, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, here. Well? Well, happy anniversary. Come on up. You got... So wait, wait. So you're giving happy anniversary. I'm giving two the, people one shirt. One two shirt. The prize. You can pass it back there. Happy anniversary from me. Here, so somebody. Do you have a phone? You want to take a photo with Jason or all three of us? I guess. No, you know what? Just Jason. I uh, just said no. I don't want any partners. This nasty shirt giveaway that Here, he's planned. I'll take the. You know what? I'll take the photo. Does okay, somebody great. have the phone? Yeah, here. Don't you? My phone's on the thing here. Let's take this photo here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is more, this is for them to like raise on a flagpole is what they'll do. Yeah, this is great. Beautiful. Wow. So, wow. congratulations, you crazy we'll kids. We'll send the photo. Thanks for coming out tonight. my phone. <laughs> Thanks so much. What's your happy anniversary? Mary Anna and Adam. Awesome. Happy anniversary. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. All right. Well, that's all my bullshit. So I'm going to head out. Yes. You you did your trash giveaway. Um, (laughs) Jason's trash pile, which is a usual live segment now, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Look, I can't guarantee that shirt is not made of uh, discount vinyl siding and asbestos. I can't say it. Is I can't say it isn't, but you just know. leave it outside. Don't bring it inside your home. Uh, poison you all immediately. Um, yeah. Anyway, yes, this is part. Of, we've considered this the centerpiece of our podcast, the ride Sin City Nights series, and we're so happy we get to actually have a Sin City night with all of you. Um, we also uh, this is only the second Groove Blender in Las Vegas history, uh, so we're making history tonight. First one done by the good people at, uh, at Camel Cigarettes, and now we, uh, we take the mantle. Uh, there's had Sword Swallowers and Live Camels and Blues Brothers Impersonators. 
And guess what? We got all that shit too. It's all coming out. You're gonna see all of it. Yeah. There's so many camels backstage. They gave us a discount, but if we said if you take twelve, one will be free. <laughs> Imagine an amount of camels. Double it. Now imagine a room that you think could fit that many camels. Half it. Have it. <laughs> then put sword swallowers in there, and the camels who haven't eaten today, they're hungry. You can't, you had to forgive them for swallowing the sword swallowers' swords. Yeah, you understand. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. were a desperate camel. Uh, uh, anyway, we're going to let we're gonna let them loose in uh, uh, hour six. This is a 15-hour event, I hope you're aware. Um, oh, we're going, we're going all night. Uh, the live stream will cut off, but you guys leave it here for the real shit. Hi, everybody on the live stream, yeah, by the hi, way. Everyone. Wow. Hi to my parents. I'm sorry I said shit. <laughs> More of that coming, though, because it's Vegas and we're getting a body. Mm. Um, but before we, if you can imagine uh, a, a guest who is even better than Blues Brothers impersonators. <laughs> If that's even possible. The real reason you guys are, are so lucky to be here tonight is for the guest that we have. Somebody who, uh, who we love very much. Uh, uh, one of our favorite folks in the world. Somebody who's done all manner of bullshit that you could possibly do with Podcast The Ride. Except for participate in a live show. And that ends tonight. Uh, please give the warmest of Las Vegas welcomes to the great Eva Anderson. Yeah! Wow! The best in the biz. Here for you. Take I a seat also right have here. a shirt to reveal. Oh boy. Wow! Race through New York. Jimmy starring race through New York. Jimmy Fallon, the Tonight Rider. Wow. Yeah. The Pride the Tonight Rider. The real Tonight Rider. But at the actual gift shop outside of the ride. Wow. Oh, wait, and what, you were, we haven't we're talked to you too much about, yeah, you were in Orlando recently. I was in Orlando recently. last month, and I did buy this ride, this, this shirt there. And I also bought a hat. Wow, what's the hat? Oh, the ride? Yeah, it's just the same Jeez. thing, but a hat. Fantastic. Glad you're supporting these mom and pops. The best ride. <laughs> the greatest, um, which you, you said it was an oddly light day in the park. Yes, uh, our Uber driver told us it was because of the woke uh, ideology. <laughs> That, that people weren't anymore. going to Universal, which has Harry Potter. They should love that. Um, yeah, it's like the Uber driver's like, yeah, there's no one going to any parks anymore because of wokeness. And, um, <laughs> but I got the feeling, too, that the Uber driver was, she, she was like, I make off-brand Disney shirts and sell them on Etsy and no one's buying them anymore. And I was like, does she make like bibbidi-bobbidi-wine Oh, yeah. Ooh, that stuff. Like, possibly, yeah. But anyway, woke, wokeness has made all the parks very, pretty normal, but a little bit empty. But yeah, Universal was empty. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to winify this with like Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Cavignon, I don't, uh, Savignon, rather. I don't, I'm not sure. That's, that's a tough one to do. If anyone thinks of one, shout it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jimmy needs a, Jimmy needs a wine, <laughs> wine shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I, but wait, also, but also the only ride that you waited for <laughs> was 
was this described. One? Because yeah. they force you to wait and watch a bunch of dumb clips. I was so angry. Because <laughs> we just walked onto everything else and then they force you. Yeah, but you needed the context. Did I? <laughs> Who is this Jimmy Fallon? What does what he is do? Tight pa pants? What is this? Oh, he just Hashtag does the like, panda? a song, but there's no punchline? Ah. <laughs> Who is Jack dude? Parr? I want to hear more about Jack. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, let's here. Let's take a seat. We needn't. Yes. All right. Do, 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 do. Sit down. Music. Here we go. Um, well, geez, Eva, you're in Las Vegas with us. Oh, my God. It's such a dream to have you here. Um, we got to ask you just about general because uh, you're you're a Vegas aficionado. There's yes. got to be fond memories from here. What do you what do you flash to when you think about uh uh, great Vegas trips of your of your. I think we went. I think I actually listening to that MGM episode. I think I went to the park. Like, but I don't remember doing anything there. Um, yeah, when I was a kid, we would come here like every once in a while. Um, my dad and mom actually like performed at the Riviera. Uh, like before I was born, wow. and the Circus Circus. So they had like old Vegas stuff they liked, um, which is all except for the Circus Circus, which is like very well preserved. It's mostly gone now. Um, we would stay at the Desert Inn a lot, which is gone. Um, but Imploded. yeah, that's an implosion, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah I would imagine <laughs> pretty cool if you implosion. Did, if you're a hotel and you didn't get imploded, something's wrong. Yeah, yeah, means you didn't make a mark. Yeah. <laughs> what would be the other option though? Like brick by brick. Um, like somebody just hits it with a sledgehammer. <laughs> or just, yeah, like ten guys with sledgehammers. Uh, Space laser. Take I guess that's cooler. That's cooler. That's than awesome, yeah. They could have all the knights from Excalibur come and, like, stab oh, it. Oh, awesome. That's ah, awesome, too. Ah. <laughs> I Death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> I worked on an, an Extreme Makeover Home Edition episode where a kid liked knights, and so they had the Medieval Times knights come and, like, break their house down. <laughs> Really? Yeah. It's really occurred? Yeah, it was a uh, medieval times demolition. But the thing was, like, no, it wasn't the kid like nice. It was that the dad was involved in, like, a group that was actually kind of a weird religious cult that called themselves knights. So bringing the actual literal knights, I don't think, was the point. <laughs> and they were like, we got to do it. We booked the knights. And so the knights just showed up, and they like had swords, and they just had maces, and they like. And were they? The, they were like they had their like color, like yeah. red knight, blue knight. <laughs> yes. But, Guys, to, but that night they were all. Happened. It was in Connecticut somewhere. Okay. That night though, they were all unified for one purpose. To destroy a house. To destroy a little boy's house. <laughs> 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 they had to keep like pushing the father out of frame. He's like, I gotta tell you about real nights, brother. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice at a medieval times? You go one night and they're like, you know what? We're not fighting tonight. We're all on the same team. And then they just like, I don't know, they could sing or something. Just sing like campfire songs. Yeah. Cool yeah. Night songs, like fun night songs. That'd yeah. be good. That's like a. <laughs> Yeah, like the hoop de do review, but... Yeah. Yeah, just kind of singing. Knights have to sing something, right? I would imagine. Not, there were night songs, of course. Yeah, there must have been night songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just staring at the source. I don't know chance. that old English is like in my wheelhouse. Uh, oh, yeah, I know, but it's old-timey stuff. Yeah, why'd you all that's look at true. him? We have, we have, that's how little we know. We conflate 1920s with the 1400s. You know, the all Crusades, the same thing. Uh, you know, the Crusades and the... <laughs> the uh, Frawley sings the old ones. That's um, all about the same time. Yeah, I mean, birth of Jesus. Mm. Yeah, basically yeah. the same year. 
Um, uh, okay, uh, something I wanted to wait to ask until you were out here. Um, did anyone in this audience, was anyone in this audience crazy enough to go to Chris Angel's restaurant, Kablip? <laughs> wow. wow. What? Today? God wow. bless. How was it? <laughs> what? Wow. We got a Kablip shirt right here. How many Italian ice flavors were there? It was breakfast. Ah, didn't check it was so breakfast. You had B. Yeah. Did you, did you, <laughs> you look in the, the magic B. room? You looked in the magic room? Oh, we do have somebody. Wait, you got the shirt. Wow. Oh, we have a Kablip shirt in the audience. Show it off. Wow. Oh, it's the definition that ends with the shit. There's a Star Wars crawl on the back of this one. That's Yeah, give everyone time to read. Let it. Okay, okay. You're going to be standing for a while now. Yeah. Did they? They they put the animatronic back in the magic room. It's still gone. And the air conditioning is off. It's 120 degrees. What? Oh, we have to on today. Different reports. Okay. Yesterday. Wait, did the whole restaurant? It was off. Oh, just the magic room. Oh, my God. So, you, wait, so you, like, if you booked the private special room, your treat is a lack of air conditioning. <laughs> so you, co you couldn't eat Italian ice in there. It would melt It would immediately. melt immediately. What? Oh. It would become Italian liquid very Are quickly. Are there still the temporary refrigerators behind? Yes. yes. yes? It's wow. been two and a half years. This is crazy. This was a solution for, because the, this restaurant, if you haven't heard all this, I'm talking to my parents. This is too much to explain. <laughs> Guys. Wait, there's another Kablip um, shirt there. Wow. There's a lot of Kablip. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Wow. Amazing. Well, we know we're in our element. Uh, the magician Chris Angel opened a restaurant which was uh, fraught with problems. A, uh, they ran out of food within the first day. Uh, seems like something you should plan for when opening a restaurant <laughs> to continue to have enough food. And there was no, also no way to refrigerate the food. So now the parking lot, which is very small, has to be like mostly filled with big exterior <laughs> air conditioning units. Just Refrigerators, big yeah. Wow. That so like he was storing the meat in the parking lot? Yes. Yes. <laughs> So somebody wants a hamburger and they don't have meat in the kitchen. Somebody's go out into the parking lot, open up a freezer, and pull a bunch of beef. Yes. And it's still going on. And there's <laughs> bad. We found a system that worked for us. And there's only a few parking it. spaces, but most of them are reserved for him. How many are reserved for him? <laughs> like more than one, I think. Or there's actually there's one that's very much for him, and then there's like a, a mural of him being cool. By his parking space. Well, that makes sense. Yes. So you just get the feeling that if you were to block it, that that would be a that would be an issue. Like uh, if you had a big tall car and it got in the way of his cool dirt bike painting, he'd probably be pissed if he came in. When do you guys think the last time he was there was? Like, how many months has it been since he visited his own restaurant? That's what they said. Whoa! Oh my God! Wait, live where in, in the city where it is? He goes. You will walk by. I wear camel pants sometimes. We just revealed that in the Ronnie Adrian episode. I'm like Chris. It's cool. You're as cool as Chris Angel. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chris is aren't working if she can see him. That's yeah. great. How is he's, he's there like multiple times a week? It sounds like. 
Oh, once a month. Wow. <laughs> That's like 12 times a year. All right. <laughs> it's but good, though. We it's thought, more it's, than I thought. I it, thought he'd abandoned it. It seemed like uh, yeah, to us, like he has lost interest in this endeavor. So it's really exciting to know that this, the CA of Kablip is still in Kablip. <laughs> I do like the arrangement of these like freezer, giant temporary freezer. Th- it's very much like the school music teacher who gets shunted to like a modular trailer. Yeah. And it's like, it was supposed to be for six months. I've been here for three years. <laughs> but that's like the all-American burger is in there. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Wow! Wow! <laughs> um, geez. Okay. Well, glad to hear that it's uh, it's thriving. You're not making time for it. you've had a note. You've been to Kablip three times. Is that correct? Twice, but I don't think I should do a third one. It's, <laughs> I, it's diminishing returns. I feel like I've uh, gotten everything I'll ever get in my life from Kablip. I think so. Ma- yes, Magic Room. Uh, uh, not not food poisoning. You not, survived. Yeah. And oh, also, okay. we we didn't sit at the love table, but it's fine. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, um. Hi, everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Well, uh, so not fitting that in, uh, but we are we are so glad you, you came here and made time for us. And especially because, like, there's something that I think merits talking about uh, tonight, a, a premise that uh, is is in the show a lot that I think is especially associated with you, and that and that is the uh, this premise of guys. Uh, uh, this is something that we talk about a lot, uh, um, and, and and we text about it a, a little bit. We like assess who is a guy, but we should ex- let, let's explain for uh, you know, for my parents or for anybody who doesn't know uh, uh, the, the the concept of a guy. It's a little bit a little bit hard to grasp, I guess, or, or hard to define what makes a guy. But do you have, like, a starting point? I have my ideas, but is there any definition to a guy you'd like to provide? Well, um, I feel like guys aren't... The important thing is that they're not monsters. They're not pure monsters. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of... Uh, they have Am- a lot of ambition? Pa- ambition and power. Yes. It's often a lot of power, sometimes not a lot of power. They're single-minded. They're maniacs. But there's like a there's a whimsical element or something where you can you can have a you could be like that one's my favorite. Well, you yes. can't do that with like a warlord. Or oh like yes, a true. Genocide yeah. guy. If you're yeah, if your thing is <laughs> killing lots of people yearly, you're probably not a guy. But if you're <laughs> Um, you wish. But if your thing is starting some ill-advised restaurant or, uh, or, or business or theme park uh, uh, and, and you have boundless money and boundless ambition and you are so driven by your own odd obsessions to, to like never take no for an answer. And if that requires you to have to live in a different reality than the reality that we all have chosen to live in, uh, then so be it. Uh, um, and I think we just, we, we love and we celebrate these people <laughs> on the show because we, we celebrate, hey, I was just say we celebrate the concept of the guy. Yes, Much yeah, yeah. like the Hall of Presidents says they celebrate the concept 
And for some reason, when they put the Trump robot in, that's when the change was made. They stopped saying we celebrate the president. Necessarily endorse specific deeds, but the concept of the, the idea, guy. I think, of the president maybe is the particular language. But yes. if, if it wasn't for basically the insanest of insane rich people who are mildly benevolent, sometimes, if we're lucky, we probably would not have half of the things that we talk about on the show. And we certainly would not have Las Vegas. This place is <laughs> yeah. teeming with guys, always has been. I think it was set up as a place to like house guys as a safe harbor for guys for insane Sandbox. maniacs to build things and then tear them down two years later and an insaner thing comes up in its place uh, a sandbox for guys. A sandbox yes. for guys. Yep. And we're we're just crawling through it, I guess. <laughs> we're just um, little worms in the sand. We're, we're just a bunch of worms. Uh, um, but anyway, uh, uh, with that and knowing your fondness for guys, um, we wanted that to be kind of the focus of tonight's show, and not just specifically, not 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 uh, just guys in general, but um, being that we are in a a gaming town. I thought that we could have fun tonight and play a little game, a game called Guy Roulette. <laughs> um, if you'll excuse me, I am going to now it reveal... say Guy Roulette. Yes, oh yeah, screen. if we could switch okay. over to our screen to look at the Guy Roulette art. Mm -hmm. But as we do so, let me reveal <laughs> the Guy Roulette wheel. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. So many weirdos <laughs> on this thing. Our betters. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Due to, yeah. Due to uh, uh, having more money than us, our betters, yes. Let's take it in. Uh, um, and uh, I'm going to set it up right here. Um, the, wheel, the wheel of guys, Guy Roulette. And uh, um, basically what we have here is uh, six guys who are especially associated with Las Vegas. You might recognize some, you might not recognize some, but we're going to learn about all of them, or at least the ones that, uh, that we land on. And uh, uh, by spinning, we've also got the uh, mystery wedge. We'll see what happens wow, yeah. when we land on the mystery wedge. Um, here's the issue, though. We're excited to talk about these guys uh, I was excited to pull the wheel out. But there's one thing that we are no good at, and that's spinning. We don't know how. Mm, Our fingers know. cannot grasp the wheel. Oh, I can't. Yeah, it, uh, hurt. it hurt. I tried, uh, and it hurt. We all, Yes, we all rehearsed it. Uh, uh, <laughs> we all straight to the hospital for hours before this. Uh, so if anybody here feels strong-armed enough, strong-willed enough, to come up and spin the guy roulette wheel. And I'm going to add a caveat to that also. Uh, um, just, just for this first one, at least. If, if anybody who came from uh, two states over, <laughs> if you traveled from a long way, your hand went up first, sir, who was also at Kablip. I feel like, I feel like yes. you earned it. Come on up, I've done sir. a lot of traveling. Uh, um, and we'll have multiple chances here. Yes, jump up here. You can walk over on the side. Oh boy! Thank God we have some some ringer spinners with us here. Yeah. Uh, That's let's a great you shirt. can join me up here. Oh yes, is, indeed, yeah, really good shirt. Yeah. Uh, nice. um, uh, what's your name, sir? Kevin. Kevin. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, uh, oh, and where'd you come in from? Alaska. Oh what? my God! <laughs> Jeez. That's far. Wow. Oh my God! Um, that's that's incredible. Uh, uh, and you're but you're making a thing of it. You're gonna make it. You're not just doing this and leaving, right? I'm going to LA after this. 
Oh, geez. Okay, okay. okay. We'll tour in the co. Okay, so here. Uh, um, are you rooting for any particular guys? You may not recognize all the guys. Does anybody uh, uh, catch your eye? Do any guys catch your eye? Steve Wynn, Liberace. <laughs> yeah, yes, couple go. A couple of previews, but uh, uh, you know, only chance can tell us where we land. Go ahead and spin only the wheel chance. of guys. Lady Luck tonight. Will <laughs> there we she go, there smile we go. upon us? Uh, or will Lady Luck turn over a card we don't want? Ooh, okay. This oh, is Vince Cad Lubick. Vince Cad Lubick. We will explain who Vince Cad Lubick is, but first we're going to say goodbye to you, Kevin. But before you go, uh, please take a parting gift, which is a loose camel cigarette from the <laughs> silver tray of loose camel cigarettes. Um, thank you so much for playing. I'll just leave it up here, I suppose. Please do not smoke inside. This yes, do not smoke it in the no, venue. No, go. Go. We're having fun, but do not smoke it in the venue. Go nuts outside. They have go rules at the Space Las Vegas. Um, it's the space, not flavor country, okay? <laughs> um, Eva, this is one that you've brought to the table yeah. for us. Would you like to tell us who Vince Cadlubic is? Okay, so Vince Cadlubic, I'll make this fast, is the former CEO of Meow Wolf. Um, we all okay. we love Meow Wolf. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Vince Kedlubek had the crazy uh, thing where he was the one who thought of the idea to ask George R. R. Martin, his boss at the movie theater, for $8 million to build a multidimensional house. And he said yes. And then he be then he made Meow Wolf. His um, boss at the movie theater? Yeah, he owned a movie theater. Wow, I didn't know that. At that point, George R. R. Martin got really, really rich. And he owned a lot of Santa Fe and... Um, and Vince Cadlupic was like, can I have all this money? And he was like, sure, I'll write a check. So he made me a wolf. So I, in t this is because in 2018, I saw him give a keynote address at a, co a conference about immersive design. And this was basically people talking about like how to market your escape room or how to like, you know, create different sort of uh, interesting uh, like theme park and immersive concepts. Um, he did the keynote. Um, it, it went off the rails wildly, and I have a transcript of some of the stuff he said. So halfway through the, the thing, he just draws, he shows us this, um, I'll just describe it. He had, It's a gray circle with a pur purple circle inside it, and he says the gray circle is r reality, and the purple circle is subnatural reality. And he's like, mm -hmm. this is a diagram I created, so that's nature, and that's natural reality, and then that's the subnature of reality. And I'm talking about, like, that's, like, streets and buildings, and, like, you have to go to court. Um, and let's say, like, this is, like, then you, then, then, then subnature, and then the alt-nature predominant reality. And so you, then you, there's, like, red circles that he draws inside. He's like, and that's, like, Disneyland. And then... Dis Disneyland is not like court. Disneyland is different than court. Yeah, yeah. So these are the, al the alternative natures of reality. It's like, these are, like, uh, so, like... Uh, so basically, these are like uh, Disneyland, like that Panasonic thing you did for Southwest Airlines or whatever. These are all these little like tiny realities that exist in t inside the context of the subnature of reality. And the question is, I guess, is how can we do this? And then he does the next slide, and then, like the red has gone like slightly inside the purple, but outside the gray. And he's like, he, what? And he kind of points at that. That all attracts to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is what things are like. He's like, how can we do this? Because if we can do that, then we get to have a new system of those subnatural laws and some natural economies. Because right now, like the laws of economy here, not working. Not it, working. This is like George Lucas trying to explain what the wills are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so, not sure what you mean, George. <laughs> so then he spins out into uh, his concept, which is just a kind of like a 
like a Bitcoin, but it's for people who juggle. <laughs> hmm. Huh. Um, Jug coin? He, yeah, he calls, he calls it creative coin. And he's like, and here's my next slide, and it's completely black. He's like, you can't see anything because I'm just going to explain it to you. He's like, you go to the store, you have your phone, you find out this guy's good at juggling, and you give him some creative coin. And that's how, and so basically his pitch was that was by making Meow Wolf, which we all love, he was going to change the entire world's economy to Meow Wolves. Anyway, so, uh, two years if, later... So he, if you can juggle, you're, you're more likely to become a multimillionaire or was in it creative t- coin. Were you going to tip? Like, is it, uh, like if you're yes. going on the street, no, someone's like a bucket drummer, and you could tip them in crypto? Okay, so I'm in a grocery store, and I get notified that there's a bagger. <laughs> I think it gets like 50 cents an hour to bag groceries, but they have like 75-star ratings on our system. So I'm going to go and check them out. So I go over to the line, I check them out, I like flick them a little bit of my creative coin... Adam catches the creative point, sees that I'm also part of that network, starts juggling my apples. What? what? Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold. And then he's like, oh, I only have a minute left. And then they, anyway, so I said former CEO because, like, he was out very soon after I saw this thing. But I am, I, I just found him to be, like, fun, whimsical, um, uh, and it's just a complete maniac. Yes, not you no know, seemingly not a not a nefarious person, but just a guy with some very strange ideas yeah. about <laughs> redoing the world's economy to make it all meow wolves. A man who doesn't use a period when talking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a run of sentence. Why do we need those? What if we got rid of those? What if <laughs> sentences could go on and 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 on? You say former CEO, not not part of Meowulf anymore, maybe advises or something, but that's not his day-to-day. And I started wondering, what has this guy done since? What has he gone on to do? Because uh, uh, he wanted to focus on other endeavors. And I discovered that the other endeavor that he is now focused on is a supplement that boosts creativity. <laughs> wow, what? Sounds like a, a real thing. Sounds non-scammy to me. Uh, um, it is called the Imagination Pill. <laughs> What if all it took was just an imagination pill? <laughs> that We'd is all what, be rich in creative coin. <laughs> that is what Michael Jackson was taking. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's, I'm sorry. That's what Con- Conrad Murray was giving him? That is what Conrad Murray was <laughs> describing to Michael Doctor, Jackson. Doctor, more imagination pills, please. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't handle any more, son. You can't. <laughs> Uh, uh, all it co- uh, each bottle is only sixty dollars. <laughs> all you need to do is what? take five a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many's in the bottle, though? I guess. Well, I don't know. Five hundred. Oh wait, it's a month's supply, so thirty wait. times five. So it's the heaviest bottle you've ever felt. One hundred and fifty <laughs> pills. What are yeah. the what are the do you have the chemical makeup of these pills? Oh, you know, it's fucking vitamin B and ginseng. It's everything that's oh, in all okay. the scam it's pills. It's subreality. <laughs> it's the thing that like it's called something it's called like mean pills on Alex Jones and it's called like lovely pills on Gwyneth Paltrow's group. <laughs> and then it's imagination pills for it's just the same it's like B vitamins basically. And good boy pills coming soon to our <laughs> yeah. store. The Only the most special get. They, why they're under your chairs right now? We have uh, Browbeat Tea Public too. Well, they just added tie dye T shirts, and now they're doing supplements. <laughs> yeah, Tea Public should do supplements. Uh, um, That's true. I, uh, uh, I I think we're ready for the next guy. Let's let, let's see some somebody yeah, else yeah. who came from a long ways away. Your your hand right there is first blue shirt. Come on up. Yeah. Um, 
You, you know, while she, while she comes up, can I say that the imagination powder on the web, uh, imagination powder, powder oh. not powder, uh, uh, there's quotes about like the power of imagination. One from that is attributed to Albert Effen Einstein, <laughs> and then the That's other. Cool. Did, did I, he, I, does I it take, say Effen? Yes. Yeah. 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 No. <laughs> okay. it's, yeah. 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 Uh, um, he, I'm so creative. I spelled a swear word with asterisks. <laughs> and then there's another one. I take the imagination pill on a daily yeah. basis, and it keeps me motivated. But a quote attributed to Vince Cadlubic, founder and director <laughs> of Meow So. His own quote. Uh, hello, welcome. Thanks for making it out. Oh my God, what a shirt! Eisner Wells, nineteen eighty four. Wow, wow. Up for Eisner and Wells. Uh, um, thanks for coming. What's your name? Where'd you come from? Uh, Melissa, and I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas. Wow, that's oh far. my gosh, that's far. Incredible. Jeez, so honored you traveled for there. What else are you doing while you're in town? Uh, we got in yesterday and we leave tomorrow. Oh wow. Whoa. The pure, the purest of pure, only for us. Uh, uh, well, I hope we're going to give you some fun here, and it's going to help that you get to do a, a little special turn uh, on the Wheel of Guys. Go ahead and give it a spin. Okay. This is exciting. Uh, there really should be, the guys should be talking, like, each one should have their own little, like, oh, sound yeah. bite when, when it's, next time we do the Wheel of Guys, we'll do that. Ooh. This is Zach Bagans. Oh. Zach Bay. Ooh, we got a cheer for Zach Bagans. So we'll get into the Zach Bagans stuff. Melissa, thanks for coming in from Little Rock. And go ahead and take a Lucy there. Uh, thanks. A hand for Melissa. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming Thank in. Thank you, Melissa. Incredible. Um, okay. This is another uh, Eva special. Uh, um, but, but it seems like some people are aware of this guy and have maybe have done his Las Vegas attraction, Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. Yes. Uh, yeah. um, some, some fans... Sure, yes, good idea. Uh, um, I'm going to have to learn They're some not going to go to a haunted museum. Well, yes, that's hey, well. the... There's these two? Oh, I'm a coward. <laughs> um... Yeah, well, look, there was already, because when we were here uh, last year and we went to Kablip together, the whole group then went to Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum, and a couple of things happened. I was looking at a waiver that was the scariest waiver with the scariest fonts in a waiver I've ever seen. So some of it was being cowardly, yes. But also, we'd just done our New York show, and I was like, hmm, thing that says that uh, they're not responsible if I die, or a nap. Ooh, perhaps the nap. Thinking like Jason. I put my Jason cap on. I don't regret my choice, but I'm going to have to catch up about Zach Bagans uh, if, if we do it. Uh, um, what, what, what can you tell us about, about Zach and the Haunted Museum? Okay, he's a travel show host. He's got a, he bought one of the Manson houses. He, he bought the house in uh, Vegas um, and says it's haunted because, according to the tour, it scared Tracy Lord's brother. <laughs> but he, not Tracy Lord's. You know, he, She's unshakable. She got a lot of scary texts from her brother who, uh, who yeah, you get to read the text between her and her brother as part of the museum. Um, Ooh, text That's about good. something scary. Nice. I just have a very specific thing about Zach Bagans I want to share. Um... When I went on this tour, about an hour into the tour, they took us into a room where it ha they had a part of the engine of the car that killed James Dean. And the car was called the Little Bastard. <laughs> and they were going to reveal the Little Bastard. 
And before they did, they showed us a documentary of like clips of people talking about how dangerous this car was. It was cursed. Everyone who rode in it, even after it killed James Dean, was hurt in some way. Anyway, one of the talking heads in that documentary was my maternal grandfather, Bill Pollock. (laughs) (laughs) He passed away a few years ago, but he was a race car driver. And he was like, yes, this car was definitely haunted. And then he vanished. And uh, I was... <laughs> did you know that clip was coming? I had never seen that clip before, and I did not know that clip was coming. And I was also, like, with a bunch of, like, friends of ours who didn't know that was my grandfather. So I just quietly went, that's my grandfather. And then he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> so after I got home, I, I emailed, and I was like, hey, um, your, your museum amazingly has this clip of my uh, deceased grandfather that I've never seen before. Can you let me know? We'd love to have it. I, like, know where it's from. And they emailed me back. Uh, Eva, I'm not sure who created that video. Zach just had it done. <laughs> and I, then I sent a follow-up email going, okay. Um, and they just never responded after that. So he's also, like, holding a family member of mine kind of hostage in the haunted museum. Wow. Um, You're just one of my trinkets now. <laughs> You might have access to, like, a longer-form interview, then. That's why I was asking. Right, right. But they were just like, no. So anyway, (laughs) Zach Isn't some footage cut out of longer footage? Not in this case. Don't ask that question. Also, him saying, like, the car was haunted. It's like, it seems like you might be like, I won't say the car was haunted. I'm a reasonable man. We got it. We got it. Snip it down. We'll cut around him saying it's not haunted. Got it. With editing, we can make anything work. Wow. That's wow, weird. incredible. Uh, um, there's crazy stuff in that uh, museum, Dr. Kevorkian's death van. Where yeah, he... they, they play the music that he would that he composed that people would listen to as they died in the van. Which I is like he kind made of like... his own music. Yeah, he was like, like man pan friend? flute, pan flute music. It's like do 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 do. Dr. Kevorkian played the pan flute. <laughs> he, he, he made music. He was like Peter Pan. The Kevorkian music is on YouTube, guys. Look it up. I don't know anything it about that. It makes you that. think a lot of weird thoughts about Kevorkian you've never thought before. Wow. wow. Is it good? Do you like it? Is it better than that McGruff album? Or? <laughs> Are you going to make a Kevorkian album? Like a tribute album? Maybe I do a couple of Kevorkian songs. Mike I don't the know. musical chameleon. One day he's McGruff. One day he's Jack Kevorkian. Hey, Mike, uh, just checking in. How's your Kevorkian I'm working album? on it! Don't question me. I didn't mean anything by that. I'm sorry. I know what you meant. You keep asking me questions like that, maybe I'll have you sit in a van for a little while, huh? Oh, he's threatening me with a van again. Gosh, I'm learning a lot tonight. Uh, um, that, that's Zach Bagans, I think. Uh, uh, let, let's see, who, who else would be excited to come up and uh, spin the wire? Right, we got a hand right there, sir. Come on up. Maybe head to the, yeah. the left, it seems like. Does anybody live... Uh... Uh, South America? Did anybody come from South America? <laughs> South America. We don't, we don't Antarctica. 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 Were you on a space shuttle until <laughs> Does anyone this show have happens? a parallel dimension? Does anyone? No. I'd have to Dude. give that person two cigarettes. Yeah, if you uh, uh, warp space time to get here. Uh, hello, sir. Welcome. Oh, my God. Excellent shirt. Lost Island theme park. Is that a real place? Is that a place? Yes, it's a theme park in Iowa. It goes way harder than it needs to. There's like 20 walk-around face characters. Wow. And there were maybe 50 people in the park. It's insane. Oh, that's like a perfect scenario oh, for us. Eva, we texted about this once because you're like, I'm going to be near there later in the fall. 
what 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 do you think? Should I go? Do you think it's worth it? And I said, uh, Eva closes for the season this weekend. <laughs> oh yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sounds summer. good. Uh, seems like we should coordinate. Seems like we should try to do it. Uh, uh, what's your name? Where are you from? Uh, Dick. I drove here from New York. Oh my, oh my God. God. Oh. world! This is nuts. The degree that people are and drove. That's oh my gosh. <laughs> and car made it. Everything's good. Great. 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 All right. Excellent. Uh, what else are you doing while you're in town? I was hoping to pick up some Lucy's. Oh, yes, hey. Well, perfect. You're Hell in yeah. the right spots. Hell yeah, brother. And, and luckily, there's no way to not get them, except maybe if you knock the wheel over. There's no wrong answer on the wheel of guide, but let's, uh, yeah, go ahead and give it a spin. Let's see where we land. Oh, boy. Clickety-clack. Clickety-clack. Oh, I'm so, I'm so yeah, People really like your spin, I think. You especially like your spin. Oh, it was a, it's a long one. And click. And James Dolan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You picked my, the one we've been dying to have. Boy, fantastic. Fantastic spin. Uh, uh, hey, you know what? You might as well. Let's go for two. Do two if you want to. Do two if you want to. Okay. Hell yeah. Be careful stepping down. So great to meet you. And thank you for getting to... The one we've been really waiting <laughs> to get into. Um, yeah. Do we do we know who James Dolan is and why we're talking about him tonight? Sphere! 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 Oh, yes. <laughs> he is the yes. man. Behi- we are all so sphere-amped right now. He's the man behind the sphere which if you don't know it is the new gigantic insane venue uh, Scott, concert Scott, venue that is coming to Las Vegas I was here last night Scott can you you asked me what I was up to last night cuz Scott mm-hmm. wasn't here and what did I tell you I was going to do uh drive around find a white castle <laughs> and look at the sphere <laughs> and that's that, what I fucking did wow yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> you had texted us like within the last few weeks. I'm sphere pilled. <laughs> I, I am. I'm sphere pilled. I know everything about it. Mike is sphere pilled, and especially now that he's seen it. If you don't know, mom and dad, this is no. You're like a building. What could be so cool about a building? I've seen buildings before. This has the projections on the outside of it that are so bonkers and it sounded bonkers before it got built and now what mm-hmm. we've seen is so much more bonkers than we could have imagined uh, uh what it was it like in person was it like i haven't driven by it yet it was overwhelming uh it didn't get to i wanted to see the big eye mm-hmm. but it didn't turn into the big it's eye. it's a lot of uh, abstract uh, uh yeah. designs and kind of just like crazy trippy screen effects and light shows yeah, screensaver shit yeah, yeah, the world's biggest screensaver. Yeah. Um, it makes a. I like when it is a big basketball. The big basketball That's, is awesome. That might be my favorite. Yeah. I think I'm going to weigh in and say that I don't like when it's a big eye. I'm weirded out by the big eye. The Let's entire take, building becomes just a, like the brightest screen you've ever seen in your life. Should I put, we have a picture. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, oh, do we have it? Yeah, yeah. We oh, the, the eye. Oh, yes, wait. Um, or did this that is ruin? the eye. And the, and the context for this, Jason, you talked about this in an episode. I really direct this to, to my dad because you're looking at the Wynn Golf Club. As somebody pointed out on Twitter, uh, one of the most expensive public go- or publicly accessible golf courses in America. You, you pay north of $600 for one round at this place. And now you're 
That your view is the side of the biggest human eyeball in human history. I here's That's what, what we call a value added proposition. <laughs> I I like the eye. Okay. And mm -hmm. I think it's because of how big it is. If it was smaller, <laughs> I would say the eye is gross. But the sheer size of the eye, I have to like it. I'm do you, do you? <laughs> Me, yes, I do. Yeah, I'm not saying do. one does. <laughs> I do have to enjoy the eye. Uh, well, uh, let's, real, it, real quick, can we ask, yeah, yeah. who enjoys the eye? It's not, it's not universal. Likers. It's not universal. So I maybe I'm in a minority here, but that's okay. I'm Who doesn't like the eye? Wow. I hear some boo very strong against. Boo. Or wait, boo, are you booing the eye? He's we, booing the eye. To, Let me, I'm going to stand up and show you my problem. If we're in the front, okay. If we're in the back, neutral, it's just skin. I don't know how I feel about just seeing a big block of skin. What oh, yeah. But it's not, not so sure. bad. It just looks like a tan design. I don't know. Oh, there's um, like hair. There's like kind what of... What if... The, uh, yeah, the hairs are creepy. They're so Where's big. Where's the eyebrow? I don't know. I, um, it's been shaved, I think. In space, I guess. He shaved the you eyebrow. See, like, you see, like, hints of hair above, I think. It's like stubble eyebrow. It's what like, I, yeah, you... Yeah. My problem is Squishy Town right here. It's just too big. I mean, that's, that's like... Uh, that, that's bigger than... Is that like a, a five-story building right there that is just pure eye squish? It weirds me yeah. out. It really weirds Here's me out. Here's what would make it better if it cried a little bit. If there you could be a, see the big eye cry? <laughs> I would like it even more than I already do if it would cry like once every hour. And it would actually pool like water would pool under the big and eye. You want to swim in the eye crying? <laughs> you you want to dance in the fountain? Okay, of we tears? have to all agree that we would love to swim in the big eye's tears. <laughs> <laughs> you want it to be like God crying at man's folly. At like the hubris of like I, what how Hast thou done? If what you're saying is that I worship the spheres of my personal God, <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Does the sphere I have astigmatism? It it can if you program it. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> one of the options. Yeah, yeah. No, they can flip that on and off. Uh, um, I mean, that'd be at the direction, I think, of James Dolan. Yes. Ultimately. And uh, so James Dolan, the guy who... This might be the biggest guy... In Las Vegas, currently in the in America, currently uh, uh, James Dolan. If you don't know, uh, well, a, a man with humble beginnings. Uh, he uh, became CEO of the company Cablevision. Uh, he worked his way all the way up from being just the lowly son of the owner, <laughs> <laughs> and somehow managed to climb to the top of the Cablevision ladder. So that's early HBO is what they, uh, so it's, you know, original HBO money. And now he owns Madison Square Garden, which means he's responsible for the Knicks and the Islanders and Radio City Music Hall, uh, mm. the Rockettes. He's the guy who made the Rockettes uh, perform at Trump's inauguration. Mm -hmm. And there was something where they said, like, He's saying like we got to, you know we got to listen to everybody right now and a rocket said you're asking us to tolerate intolerance and he was like yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> yes yes that sounds right 
um, he also runs AMC right now, uh, which you might know as being one of the only cable entities with, without a good streaming plan. <laughs> There's no mm -hmm. idea what they're doing. Uh, 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 they, um, they recently fired 20% of their employees, mm -hmm. massive layoffs at AMC, partially, I think, because uh, the sphere costs a lot of money. He has been routing money from all these other businesses yeah. into the sphere it's to like, the point... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it's like Disneyland Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we lost all the great stuff at Disneyland because of the money problems of Disneyland Paris. Oh, but except the opposite, because it's all going to build the greatest thing that ever Yes, but it's good was. this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Disneyland Paris, but a hundred times care if the, I don't care if the Knicks suck as long as I get to see the fucking Octung Baby album front to back. Would you give up, like, a Walking Dead spinoff for the tears? Yes. <laughs> they could never yes. make a show again. Who needs shows? I don't care. We need spheres. <laughs> we need more spheres. Uh, of course, we in Burbank, we have a half sphere. Where we have a little sphere. Yeah, a yes. little, uh, where they're, they're, you know, testing the technology and filming stuff. Oh, and I drive by it. I go to that post office. I go to that Del Taco, and I drive by, and I know magic is happening in there. Just let Mike in. Let Mike into the little sphere. Yeah. We drove by at 5.30 this morning to get to the airport. And magic was happening oh, inside. Double oh, sphere magic. day. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Um, so you're going, Mike. You're yes. gonna, you're, you'll be back here in October to see you two. That's right. Um, and we'll, you know, we'll cover all of your sphere exploits. Yeah, sphere, uh, sphere um, month, I'll call it. Um <laughs> But Many different aspects. Take of a seat, Halloween. <laughs> yeah, by the way, no Haunt Cast the Fright this year. Out. No, no Haunted Mansion episode. Push to next year. Irrelevant. Who needs it? We have spheres now. Um, you leave your family. It's all, Instead, Who needs yeah. any of that? I have a sphere Instead in my life Instead of Haunted now. Mansion, it's Big Eye. It's called Big Eye, and it's just about the big eye outside. It's just hey, about come the... on. It's the year of the gaunt man and the gaunt dog. Come on. <laughs> oh, for the Haunted Mansion. For the Haunted Mansion, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we'll get there, honestly. That might the be pushing thing. it. That's the next thing that we get Yeah, but to. we might have well, so much to do when we're on that decline. <laughs> the decline is going to be, it's going to take up a lot of time to talk about it because there's a lot of stuff. A decline, you're going back, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that we need to yeah. talk about oh, in between. I see the trees. <laughs> see, to me, that part of the ride is five seconds long, but I guess no, we'll have a lot that, to You get change your through. whole perspective on the ride in that moment. Yeah, you, you know, know you, when you're looking oh, yeah, back. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna take a lot. Oh time. yeah, that's gonna take a lot. Yeah, because yeah. you, you gotta talk about looking back, time. and then and then when it ends, and then you're not looking back anymore. Especially yeah. if we all start taking these imagination pills. <laughs> well, it's really gonna make us think. <laughs> Get me enough imagination pills. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do the incline episode for five hours. <laughs> the in Haunted Castle Fright Haunted Mansion the incline the episode. That's what it is. Um, but you're you're excited about the sphere, mm -hmm. and if if I think I was too, I think I was too. But the more that I've learned about the owner James Dolan, the more that I am just doubting his ability to pull this off. First of all, incredible financial uh, uh, problems with this thing. He's had to split things off into different companies like now it's here's MSG over here, and now here's mm -hmm. Sphere Entertainment. He's it's just being smart thing. with his money. This is what business people do, who are smarter than all of us. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, he, um, 
I would say that his track record running the Knicks has been spotty. Um, besides the uh, questionable uh, quality of the team in his time running it, there has also been a lot of things like using facial recognition to kick people out of Madison Square Garden who yeah. said bad things about him. Yeah, let's talk about this for a second. Yeah. There, there is, um, he is famous for kicking people out for the slightest bit of teasing. Like oh there, there's God. footage online of him like walking, you know, on the court, like exiting, and someone goes, "So the team," like that's it, and he goes, "What did you say?" And they <laughs> go, "So the team," and he goes, "Okay, Justin, Justin, get him out of here. Justin, get him out of here," and he like kicked him out because I feel like if you own a professional sports team. You hear sell the team all the time. I feel like that's part of the arrangement. He also kicked out a fan for wearing a shirt that said Ban Dolan in a Knicks logo font. Are can I okay, hold on. Yeah. Yeah. By doing this segment of this podcast, uh -huh. am I going to be banned from the sphere? <laughs> I mean, because let's cut the live stream right now. I cannot. This is my question. If someone walks around that area with a shirt that says, get the sphere out of here. Are they like a dead man? Like if they if he hears what you're saying, I'm not going to get to see Bono in a little devil's outfit saying ultraviolet light my way. I need to see that with a big screen. We're going to cut. This is not going to. By the way, this is going to be the only time you hear this. I'm cutting this out of the broadcast. It's going out it live right now. No. He's got vocal recognition software. Oh, no. He's already heard it. He can hear when anyone talks about him. Oh, I'm going to walk up to this fear and the eye's going to close on me. <laughs> oh, it was sharp. It oh. cut me in half. I didn't Strap. even get to see the original Darinowski, Darren Aronofsky movie they're making for the sphere. This sucks. It costs $50 to go to. This is also part of the question is like, you okay, you two plays, incredible start. Then what? They haven't said one thing. And it has to be a band that can has the money to make a bunch of fucking movies that are in like 19,000K, whatever resolution it takes for to have videos broadcastable at the Sphere. Yeah. Um, I, so I don't know. Uh, um, so yeah, you're, you're done. You're not going. Episode canceled. Halloween's back on. Um, when, uh, uh, he, uh, uh, people heard that he was using facial recognition to kick people out of the garden, the state liquor authority said, uh, hey, you know, if uh, somewhere that serves liquor needs to be able to serve everyone, you can't just remove people that you don't like. So we're going to look into revoking your liquor license. No more liquor at Madison Square Garden. He was asked about this on live television, and he said, that's fine. I don't like to drink anyway. <laughs> you don't. You Because you don't. You're, how much money does that place make every single game? A lot, a, a lot, but I think he's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's say a, that. But there's a wanna, moral you. victory. Wherever my camera is, I got your back, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right there. I think there's a camera right there. Got ya. Michael um, Carlson says, you're right. 
Um, I'm going to keep putting you to the test on what you're going to sign off on and Great. support James on. I'm ready. Because uh, then what happened is the, well, you know, that, that threat of <laughs> saying, hey, go ahead, take it away, that didn't successfully get the liquor authority off his tail, so he tailed the liquor authority. Uh, he had a private investigator follow somebody from the liquor authority home. Yeah, good, good, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Got to keep an good, eye yeah. out, I guess. <laughs> good, good, yeah. Um, uh, once the once the guy was found, the private investigator, he had a knife. He did have a knife. He okay, sent a man yeah, with a knife yeah. to follow a liquor man around. <laughs> okay, yeah, people have knives. People, and it might not have been them. for that. He maybe just had, we you don't know. know. Yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't there. Cut up some chicken later. I wasn't there. Uh, um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, but I'd say that the biggest thing I'm going to throw at you that you're going to have to support now, I guess, yeah, okay. All right. uh, is James Dolan's music. Um, you were I looking like for a band to play the sphere. I think you found it. We got one in-house. We don't even need to hire any. Uh, we, look, it's just about getting through Bono and the Edge <laughs> so we can get to the real shit. James Dolan's band, JD and the Straight Shot. <laughs> I, I feel like, Jason, I think you might have mentioned this band before, and I, uh, I foolishly did not go uh, look into this immediately, because as soon as you do, I mean, we were texting about this, Eva. They're, they're basically, they're kind of like a sort of country fried roots rock band. They made seven yeah. albums. They're seven authentic, albums. Yeah, yeah. They're very, like, I would say authentic is the word <laughs> I would, I would seven describe. Seven albums. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, well, let's let's get a taste of their music. We have a clip. Mm -hmm. Is it this uh, um, one right here? This one. Uh, yeah. Let's do. Yes, yeah, yeah. The 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 right. live track. Okay, yeah. This is the song "Redemption Train." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Damn, barely a sea. Pain and confusion weighing down on me. One step ahead, two step behind. Do my best, no peace can I find. Now I'm praying for salvation. Praying for salvation. Meaning for more time. for more time. And praying for forgiveness. Praying for forgiveness. Redemption train, come and carry me home. Sundown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm. give it up. Give it up. Hmm. <laughs> Straight shot fans. I, just, I think the mix was a little off. <laughs> it just wasn't, yeah. Somebody behind the scenes made a couple of errors. Did you like James Dolan's choice of staring at the <laughs> lyrics on the ground <laughs> while he sang the song? I was trying to figure out what his highline was. Yeah, yeah, well, Jason's, ground, got, yeah. Jason's the ground. got his lyrics right here. Yeah, I got it. So that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I guess I do too. I guess he, I guess he's one of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I uh, do have redemption song right here. <laughs> Pray for salvation. Uh, um, I even we were talking about a song. He did a song that was kind of a like. Like you better pray. Yeah, get, you better find you a church. Oh yeah, find a church. Better find it. He also did kind of like a both sides anthem. The, the anthem we need right now. Like why can't we all just hey everybody's fussing and feuding? No more protests, please, of any kind. <laughs> They're all the same. Just stop doing them all. Uh, um. But uh, I'd say the most notable. Well, I mean, look, this guy does. He does songs for the for the working man. Just for the, maybe I don't. Yeah. I don't get it because I'm like you know I'm not out there on the 
on the rails. Yeah, I'm you're not, a, you're I'm a, not working with my hands. You're a Madison Avenue liberal. <laughs> That's what I would always say about Scott. That's the way, yeah. James and I are more kind of guys from, salt, you know. Salt, salt, the earth. Earth. salt to the earth. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the kind of stuff he writes about is just, you know, is, is like, you know, we're working hard, working up a sweat and, tr and trying to keep warm under a fire. And, you know, uh, what in heck fire does a feller do when there's many, many sexual assault allegations ag against, against one of your best friends, Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> Um, credit to our pal Brad Evans for discovering this song and alerting me to it. Uh, can you please play the next song? Uh, this is his take on his buddy, Harvey Weinstein. We were friends, we were friends, <laughs> talked for hours without end. What? About his latest story, how to deal with fame and glory. All the girls who adored him catered to his every whim. Nothing he could lose All he needed to do was choose I should have known, I should have known I should have thrown myself across his tracks Stopped him from these vile attacks I should have known We believed and didn't see Through the lies he told us all And led him to his endless fall I should have known, I should have known I hope that's it. I really hope that's it. Um, like yeah. a perspective no one can relate to. <laughs> that you didn't stop your super successful friend from sexually assaulting thousands of women. Now look, we we talked for many hours, but then I would get out of there before the girls arrived. Honestly, didn't even know what his dating deal was. <laughs> I've known him for 30 years, but we only had small talk in those times. <laughs> Mostly business stuff, Hollywood things and whatnot. Personal affairs off the table. <laughs> I honestly didn't care. <laughs> I'm excited to project this lyric video on the sphere. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's, I was really excited to force an audience to see that. I, I it's really, because once it's in your brain, it's, it's stuck in there. And yeah, um, I'm just glad he weighed in. Yeah. You know? Because uh, he had to, you know? Yeah, yeah. Stolen got to say about this. When's he going to make yeah. his debut? By the way, was this made on iMovie 2007? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is this lyrics video? Is this a fan film? Did I make this? No, I didn't make. He went through he asked 100 editors to make cool lyric videos, <laughs> and they all said absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, um, also funny because several months before he put out this song, he was sued by seven women, and the grounds of the lawsuit was that he knew that he did know. <laughs> Scott, did you hear the song though? No. He didn't know. He should have. He would have thrown himself on the tracks if he did. He didn't know. He said it in a song. And across his tracks, would have gone to his house, jumped no on the ground, and hope he tripped. No one's ever lied in a song. <laughs> it's impossible. 
It's a pure expression. Well, so I, I have my sphere concerns, I would say. Uh, um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe JD can get down to business, make we'll it right. See, I don't know. Uh, there's many options for what happens with the sphere. Uh, uh, it fails. It fails after two years. It fails after three years. Mm-hmm. Yep. It could last. We don't know. We just don't know. Four years. It could be four. Mm, yes. <laughs> we four. don't know. Let me, let me, let me throw I, one out. Four and a half. Could be four and a half. Just spitballing. Real, close, real quick before we move on. Uh, what would you be your dream show in the sphere? And I'm being sincere at this point. Mm. Um, no funny stuff for me. What is a musical act? What is a, a sports show? What is a like surf show <laughs> that you would want? A sports show? Yeah, well, if I'd say a sports show. I then. say sports show because the only sport I like is professional wrestling, which is a show. Oh, so you could do uh, which WWE is supposedly talking to them about doing an event there. Uh, um, well, that could be good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I mean, I think like it's just so big. Can we do? Let's get the Knicks in there, but let's put them on wires too. <laughs> Oh, they gotta, wow, they gotta okay. fly up 300 feet in the air, and the projections they have to they have to play they have to like hit a hoop 300 feet in the air with just like nightmarish seizure causing projections spinning around and around. What they put Spider in in Avatar: Way of Water. Got it. They have to play in those like hey, because can you play if you can't play in the, in a giant spider machine? <laughs> It's uh, uh, right now in Las Vegas. There's a, a three-day slam ball event happening. Uh, of course, we all know, uh, uh, and we all know. I know the owner of Slam Ball, uh, uh, which is oh, true. here he goes. <laughs> well, on a, f- a future Las Vegas episode, I, I bring it up as well. But, I should have uh, known the owner of Slam Ball instead of Harvey Weinstein. What you're, t- what you're talking about is more extreme, though, than Slam Ball. Yeah. Like, they get uh, they get air on Slam Ball, which is trampoline basketball. Um, but what you're talking about is like, what would you even call it? Wire ball? Spider ball. <laughs> Spider ball. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so they're on like wires a- that are like webs, and it's like, of course, the famous spider machine, a reference everybody understood That's when cool. I said it and understand again. That's great. Eva. <laughs> How many more references can I make to the spider machine? Eva, what would you want to see in the sphere if you could? Race through New York starring Jimmy <laughs> Fallon! Hey! The biggest screen yeah. possible. It's already filmed. You can just do it. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Probably some night music. Some of your medieval night music. Oh, some like, night music, yeah. I, I thought you meant the Sondheim musicals. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a good music. choice. Sondheim at the yeah. Sphere. Set in the clowns. Yeah. I, I'm just hung up on, like, even if the Sphere, like, crashes and burns. Literally. He's got this musical talent. That, you know, he he did so much. He sold his soul to the devil at the crossroads to get this musical talent. That, so, so so you're not answering my question? Oh, uh, uh, there's like a laser show at Dollywood right now. <laughs> and I think that would be oh, okay. really good in the laser, giant sphere. <laughs> right. But, but lasers might be too powerful in the sphere. They bounce around like yeah. a billion times, start hitting people in the eye. Mm-hmm. Be careful. It's, so it's gonna. So that like Dolan will like get really morose about what he's done, the power that he's just gonna be looking like Cillian Murphy and Oppenheimer, like, oh no, what have I done? Mm. There will be a Christopher Nolan movie about the Sphere eventually. Yeah. I hope so. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, okay, now this is the point where we should have somebody up to spin, but I think we might have to. 
uh, uh, you know, put our uh, uh, hand on the scales, tip the scales a little bit. I think I don't want too much time to pass before we go to the mystery wedge. Um, I click it over to the mystery wedge because uh, I just really wanted to, to, to pump things up, to build the, the mystery and the anticipation for somebody who we could not be in Las Vegas and not talk about, and that is the great David Copperfield. Um, I mean, we're so excited. We gotta, uh, uh, we gotta talk about. There he is. There's the man. Uh, um, I mean, okay. So that's a question. How many people, while you're in town, are seeing the David Copperfield show, or have already done it? Oh my God! Jeez. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, a perfect doubleheader with us. But uh, um, it's a show that we are obviously very passionate about. All, all four of us have have seen it and enjoyed it very much. And for the the uninitiated, for mom and dad, uh, you think that you're getting a David Copperfield magic show, but there is a turn that happens where suddenly there is an incredible extraterrestrial surprise, and it's yeah. just one of the the finest pieces of theater that you can see anywhere in the world and you got to see it here and i think it resonates probably with us especially uh kind of for personal reasons could i get that uh, lighting cue please you know mike jason and i we never knew our fathers um uh they were military men all stationed uh, on the same base in fact and uh, uh, that's why we all know each other. We all are, all our dads work together uh, uh, on a military base. A, uh, I don't know why I started getting a lot of echo here. Uh, um, it's quite, it's kind of cool. It kind of sets the stage. Um, we, uh, uh, my, our fathers all work together in a, in a special place, a mysterious place called Roswell. And uh, we never got to know our fathers very well. We never uh, got to tell them that we loved them. We were all busy pursuing our dream of being the biggest podcasters in the world. <laughs> A dream that we obviously achieved. But in all that time, yes, the biggest, yes, indeed. Uh, uh, but we, uh, we never got to tell our fathers that we love them, and it's a regret that we live with all the time. However, our fathers did send us a special box. Can we reveal the box? Wow, look at that. And uh, so that's, uh, uh, this is all we have to remember our fathers by. The trouble is, we opened it. We opened it earlier today, and uh, if you turn to the other side, nothing inside. Nothing inside the box. <sighs> um, it was then that we opened another thing that our fathers sent us from the past. Uh, that was a letter. A letter that explained that uh, something from the past could appear in the box as long as everybody that we're doing it in front of looks to the back of the room right now. Look over there. Look over there really fast. Look, keep looking. Keep looking. We're not ready. Okay, okay. Okay, and you can look back now. Wow, wait a minute. I, I think that there may be something now in the box. My God. Okay, oh, let's see. Well, oh, Mike, do you have a handle on it? Oh, my. What's in the box? Look in the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? What? Oh. Who is this? Oh. Mike, what? Wow. Mike, you okay? Did you hurt your back or something? Yeah, I just hurt my back for a second. I'm just going to lean over for a while. Okay, sure. Oh, no, sounds good. Whatever makes you comfortable. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, uh, hey. Oh, it's good to be here. Wow. How about a hand, how about a hand for our little friend? 
Who is this? What's what's wow. your name, sir? My name is Blue Thirty Two. Wow! Wow! Yeah, you're the wait. So so the same one then? The same one from the <laughs> Copperfield Show? <laughs> yeah, I'm the same one, but I also knew your dad. Wow! Wow! Yeah, you know, so so many dads across the uh, the 21st century entertainment space. Dads love me. Dads are big fans of mine. Uh, I, I mean, why why dads specifically? Uh, uh, is there just something I'm you have in common with a dad sensibility? I'm a guy's guy. What can I say? Uh huh. Uh -huh. Despite being a an alien, you you like you're a guy's guy in the way that an Earthling would be a guy's guy. Yeah, I like to kick back and enjoy a cold root beer. Oh wow! Yeah, crack cold one. Yeah. You know what? I can I can actually I can smell that a little bit right now. Yeah, <laughs> I farted. <laughs> That's part of the real show, in case you didn't know. Wow, wow. Jeez. Uh, um, uh, uh, well, I I mean, you're here with us tonight. Now, I I, I guess I, I, uh, I, I are you okay to be on Earth? Is is there like are you are you just going to be the fourth co-host now? What's the deal? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm cool to be on Earth. I love Earth. I'm here to spread a very simple message. Oh, what is it? Love, Jason. <laughs> wow. Wow. Love could... Thank you. Love could fix all the problems on Earth if you'd only listen. But you didn't. You shunned me. They, wait, who didn't, though? You what made do you mean? fun of me. Scott, I'm talking. <laughs> okay. You shunned okay. me. You made fun of me. We shunned you? Yeah. Who shunned you? Everyone. And now, because of that, I'm dying. <laughs> You're dying? Yeah. I mean, okay, look, I got. I want to focus on that. I guess I should, like, I, I should focus on that part of it and not, but, like, you're saying they, they shunned you? I think they just met you. Every one of them. The one from Arkansas. Oh, no! The one from Alaska. <laughs> the New York guy that was driving in a car. Minutes ago, you said you were fine. <laughs> and now you're dying. <laughs> the dying thing happened in real time. <laughs> I realized in the moment I was dying. Okay, okay. You just you just started feeling it? Yeah. You know when you feel like you're dying. <laughs> That's what I felt. Because you let me down, Jason. How did what did I do? Your dad treated me so well when we were stationed together at Area 51. In Roswell? At Roswell, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we used to sing the old ones together. Oh, like William Frawley. Yeah. <laughs> he was stationed there, too. You're the one? You, you taught him the, so the songs that Jason holds so dear? I taught Jason's dad how to sing the old ones. <laughs> you, you told my dad, good night, ladies? We sang good night, ladies, yeah. And he said, oh, one day I'm going to have a son that's not going to let you down. And he was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I'm trying my best. Yeah, that's what they all say. I have a time stone, you guys. You do? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. A time stone. That seems significant. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Thanks. Wait, he really is dying. That's the first thing that got your eyes start flopping over. And then you go, oh, wow. Uh, I'm just trying to show everyone what's going on. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> My eyes are flopping over. How realistic does this look up close? <laughs> it's incredible. It's uh, like uh, you're at the sphere. <laughs> Eight, what, do you, what do you think K. of this fear? I think James Dolan's a great guy. <laughs> uh, you too, huh? The only man on earth who showed me love was James Dolan. <laughs> he wrote a song about me. About you? Yeah. What did you do? It's called the Time Stone Blues. <laughs> uh, do you want to sing us any of the Time Stone Blues? It's like, bam, bam, down, down, down. I got the blues, bam, bam, on in the time stone blues. And those are mostly the lyrics. See, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, sounds like the other Dolan songs. Uh, um, what is the times, what is the significance of the time stone for, uh, for us here tonight? Do we need to be worried about it? Yes. Mm -hmm. You need to be worried, Scott. The time stone is something that I use to come back in time. I'm from a different planet, but I also came back in time. Okay. Yes, both at the same time. Yeah. And time you, travel and interplanetary travel. This makes as much sense as the David Copperfield show <laughs> thus sure. far. No, no, no. Yes, uh, uh, consistent with... Um, so you're running out of time and you're dying. So is, is it then about do we need to save your life now or get you back to a time where you'll be safe can you just give us any any instructions about how we can help yes. you? Yes. To all of that? Yes, to all of it. Okay, Great. okay. I'm trying to keep it uh, straight in my head. This is like a Vince Cadlubic lecture. Okay, <laughs> so we are, we need to both, we need to get you back to your planet, We need and we need to find a way to make you not die here tonight. And most importantly, everyone here needs to make the symbol and accept that love is the element that is missing from the earth. Okay. Do Remember the symbol from the show? <laughs> yes, kind of. Somebody's making it out there. The people who've seen it recently. Let's all, let's all learn from him in the audience. How does it work? Okay, yes. You put your fingers together. You put them together in a... Okay, okay. It's so the, everybody... Diamond Dallas Page's diamond cutter <laughs> symbol if you know professional wrestling. It's pretty... Yes, all right, yes. Everyone's doing it. Throw up your wow. Illuminati Beautiful. signs. Yes. Oh, this is incredible. Everyone's doing it except for Jason. Oh, right. well, Who is letting hard. me down again. I just uh, have a mic. Okay, fine. I wasn't doing it because I had to take a picture because I've never felt more like a cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> The no. podcast ride is a lot like a cult, if you think about it. So now, okay, everyone okay. has to Every love up. Wow, yeah, okay, love up, okay, okay. okay. So that, that's giving you some energy. Okay, oh, wait, am I dying? <clears throat> oh, <clears throat> you chose oh. Jason's lap oh. to die in. Oh. oh, wait, oh, but they, I feel a difference. The symbols from the audience. Hey, uh, Blue, really quick. Do they need to keep doing it or can they put their hands down? They need to keep doing it. Okay, okay. Hands up. <laughs> hands up. Okay, okay. And they need to, for another five to ten minutes. Okay. Oh. And okay. Jason needs to sing Pretty Baby while this happens. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jason's then I'll be serenade. saved and everything will be Okay. I don't know, pretty baby. Just sing the pup, pretty Just make baby. up. Let's make up a song that sounds like it could be pretty baby. I don't think he knows either. Pretty baby. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm re-energized. Wow. 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 Yay. Whoa. Thank you. I have to get back now to see Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. Lucy is. What's my, Lucy? She's my sister, but I'm also married to her. <laughs> 
Oh. Um, let me, Blue, is that something that's common on your planet, or is that, like, is that weird there, too? It's weird there, too. It's weird there, too. Okay, yeah. okay. Do, do we big goodbye to you for now? Do we give yeah, you another bye. Okay, wow, wow. Hi. Blue, 32. Oh, his head fell off. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Oh, Wait a minute. Wait. He's a just Shrek. He was a Shrek. 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 This MF said Shrek. Stitch is that not is Shrek. Not, Stitch, Stitch is not Shrek. Okay. Ohana means family, Scott. There's only one way for me to learn. Will the entire audience please say to me, Stitch is not Shrek? Stitch is not Shrek. Okay. All right. Thank well, you. you gotta... I think I got it. I think I got it. Smoke every one of those cigarettes <laughs> as your penance. Until you learn, yo. Until you learn, you are allowed... Well, if, I, if I smoke enough of these and take enough imagination pills, I think I'll be able to, to keep them straight. Wow. Yeah. How about a hand for Blue? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wait. Great to see him. Yeah. Uh, um, I want to I make sure that we, again, I might have to, like, uh, put our hands on the scale, make sure that we get a little bit of one that I know is, is very important to everybody here. Tick, tick. Liberace. Liberace. Yeah. Gotta make sure we have our Liberace time. Um, now let, let me let me say this. I don't think Liberace is a guy. I don't think that's the correct classification. But Liberace has guys a, around now keeping up the legacy. Is that yeah, a fair he assessment? Guys. Yeah. Okay. So real leads quick. to sub guys. Yes. I've talked about this on a previous podcast, but uh, several years ago. I came to Las Vegas. I signed up for a tour that I saw in Las Vegas Magazine where you could do a tour of Liberace's collection inside Michael Jackson's basement. <laughs> it was called the Thrilla Villa, and it was like the Liberace Foundation had set up this thing. So a guy came and picked you up, took you to the house that Michael Jackson fled to after the allegations, which he liked because it was full of tunnels. So he, <laughs> it was a house where you could just like travel through tunnels, and the tunnels were full of Liberace's clothes. And so um, the guy uh, showed us all the collection, and then he took us to a room and brought out some, like, sushi from Ralph's and champagne. It was, like, 11 o'clock in the morning, and he's like, what do you guys want to talk about? And his name was Jonathan Warren. He's the head oh, we've of the— got a, we've got a picture of him. Let's oh, see. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Let's learn about our modern Liberace this guy, guys. This guy. Yes. Jonathan yeah. Warren. So he not only is he the head of the Liberace Foundation, and he runs these tours, he's also the consul— to Monaco, which he told us about immediately when we were uh, eating sushi with him. And then it was like uh, him telling us just how easy it is to become the consul somewhere. You just have to know the right people. Um, so that's uh, one guy who's very much in charge of the Liberace, uh, the, 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 like a lot of Liberace stuff. But just recently we found out about a second guy because <laughs> there's a second foundation, which is called the Friends of Liberace's Mansion Foundation, yes. which is run by a second guy named Martin Ravenhill. Here he is in a fancy bathtub with three, dogs. three little dogs. So Martin Identical Ravenhill dogs. bought the Liberace Mansion uh, 10 years ago when it was had been like a uh, foreclosed upon and the bank owned it. He bought it for $500,000 and he spent 10 years restoring it and now 
you can do um, a private tour, mm. um, and it's a separate thing to do a private tour where Martin Ravenhill takes you around the Liberace Mansion. Yeah. Yes. Um, so. So. Uh, we did we it did today. It today. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we did it at 11 a.m. today. That's me and Mike with Martin Ravenhill, um, who. Uh, fucking rules we love martin ravenhill we love him so much no he was really really cool like wow. he's, uh, just a really sweet dude who just has like made his life's work to restore this decrepit weird mansion and uh incredibly charming um, i feel i feel like we're ta- when we're talking about like these when you picture somebody who owns a bunch of the Liberace stuff, and then you see a photo with three little dogs in a fancy bath that you start imagining guy. Well, like a Doctor Evil, like a yeah. cat. Yes, situation. yeah, yeah. And he, he and he is a bald like man. A lord. I think I'm I think I'm jumping to conclusions here, so I'm delighted to hear that he's he's a delightful man. He's really cool. He wrote a book uh, about being a good friend that was on display at the yes. mansion. It's in the it's in like a little case. Uh, uh, <laughs> I immediately started talking about Liberace as Shondell on the Batman 60s show, which he kind of knew about. Yes, but he kept asking <laughs> you questions about it. <laughs> he kept asking me questions if, as if I was the Liberace expert, <laughs> which I, by the way, was very proud of. I was like, hmm. The weirdest thing about how he ended up buying, this is really quick. He told us the way he ended up buying the mansion is that he was in Mexico for work and somebody texted him, will you download, will you pirate behind the candelabra so we can watch it? But he wasn't able to, so instead he watched a trailer for Behind the Candelabra. Yes. Which rolled into, which he, he didn't know anything about Liberace. This is 10 years ago. And it rolled into a, a documentary about how the Liberace mansion was, had been foreclosed upon. And so they were like, who will save the Liberace mansion? He did, yeah, he, did, he was like, and I decided to do it. Yeah. So he moved to Las Vegas <laughs> and just bought it. <laughs> No, no previous interest. No. This was not a, not <laughs> no. been a lifelong thing. He got Liberace pilled from behind the candelabra, like <laughs> from a lot the trailer. of us. From the trailer of behind the candelabra. The story does not end with him watching the movie. It ends with him seeing a YouTube video that it linked to that got him thinking I should buy this house. Yeah, and then he just did it. And he did it, and then like I, because we go in there and like it, it is like got all this like you know opulent stuff in there. And at first I was like, oh, a lot of this probably was hanging around. And he even said, like, oh, a lot of this had been sold and I, I got it back. And I was like, yeah, but how much of that is, like, maybe some of this was still here. And he would. And then I looked on Zillow later from 10 years ago and it was completely empty. He is, like, <laughs> like obsessively reconstructed Liberace's house from furniture and, like, vases. Photos he found. Photos. But it's the, insane. The thing we couldn't get over, though, is that he said there were just, like, a bunch of squatters living in the mansion when he bought it. And it's like, what was that situation like what was going on with the squatters living in Liberace's mansion because there's paintings of him on the ceiling looking down at yeah you. I have let me I have a one f- oh wait shoot uh it's right here um, yeah that's what is like that's the bathroom ceiling this is what the bathroom ceiling this is not like a secret photo this is online you can find this uh he had the uh like the mural on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel painted on his bedroom and that's been restored and it was painted by Michelangelo's relative a descendant of Michelangelo (laughs) well then it must be good yeah only a, a blood relative can do it. There and, was no liber. I asked, I go, is there a secret Liberace up here anywhere? And he was like, no, no, it's just the Sistine Chapel. 
Um, but I was like, are you sure there's not like a hit, an Easter egg? Or, but no. Anyway, the best guy of all time, Martin Ravenhill. Oh my we God. Love him. That's incredible. Are you, cheers. I, wow. But really quick. To Martin. Jonathan Warren is not Martin Ravenhill. Uh-huh. And the Liberace Foundation is not the Friends of the Liberace Mansion Foundation. And from the sound of it, they don't get along. <laughs> Ooh. They oh. are not speaking. <laughs> I was trying to find, because one of the things I want the most is a like a Liberace action figure, especially from the Batman. And I was like, do you know the guy who might have the likeness, like owns the likeness rights? And he did not seem to have that information. But it might be the other guy. It might be, what's his name? I think you might have to go to Jonathan Warren, Dark Side um, Martin Ravenhill. He did encourage me to do this. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Which? Mike at the piano. And a piano covered in rhinestones. Covered in wow. This was not one of his real pianos. It was a new piano made to look like an old piano. It's a replica. Um, but you, because I was hoping he was going to offer to let me play one of the real ones, but it did not come. To, I was not going to be rude and ask. Still a very powerful photo. <laughs> powerful energy. Every Lost photo of me has powerful. In your fun. Mickey flat brim. Wow. I today I've been dressed like the Steve Buscemi uh, "Hello, fellow kids" <laughs> meme. <laughs> And I think I've been pulling it off, quite yeah, I frankly. Think you have. It's working. Yeah. Who, wow, they let a high school kid do a show? <laughs> he did say we were young. Did you? He was like, you know, you're young. What do you know about Liberace? And I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we are, yeah. Yes, we're, very, we're way too young to know about Liberace. So I guess he is passing on to young generation. Oh, well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Weird younger people. <laughs> Um, well, geez, incredible. I'm glad this was a, a, a victorious trip. Yes. Uh, um, I mean, and you, I mean, I hate to pit them against each other, but it does seem like Martin's uh, winning, even though, like, uh, Jonathan gave you sushi. Yeah. Uh, give him points for that. I mean, they're both fascinating, uh, important people to have in Las Vegas, and if they both have to exist or else the Liberace will implode. It's like the uh, star, uh, a dyad in Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> The two sides. It's Kylo Ren and Ray. Ray, yeah, yeah. Ray, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's interesting about the where he lives is like it's just a street. It's not like a oh my gosh, it's giant mansions on the street. It's just like house, 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 Liberace house. It's like very like I went to a McDonald's a minute away and got an iced coffee, <laughs> yeah. and then drove and parked in front of Liberace's house. I recommend just looking at it from outside. There's like plaques, and you can just drive. It's right right by here. It's yeah, it's, it's really so cool close. From the street. It's so close. And I, at first, I, I remember I was driving here this morning and I went, I am not prepared to go to Liberace's house today. <laughs> but everything he made, it was very how it was so? nice. What would you have had to have done? It just felt overwhelming. It's a legendary house. Mm-hmm. But you didn't, you didn't faint. No, I didn't. No, not like, no, the, not like the Minotaur situation. No, you... <laughs> where I got a panic attack before going into Liberace's house. You no, no, asked no. Martin, hey, do you have a trash can in here? <laughs> to puke? For your iced coffee cup. Oh. <laughs> I left the iced coffee in the car. I didn't want to oh, be rude. Okay. You didn't get to put your coffee in the fanciest trash can ever made. <laughs> Thousand rhinestone trash no, can. No, I did not. Um, 
geez. Well, <laughs> incredible, guys. What, uh, uh, do we do we have time for uh, for for one more? Or, I think we. Uh, I think we more. Do. Yeah, yeah I, th I think we can fit another guy. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, Who, yeah, uh, yeah. Any more uh, uh, big travelers here? We'll do an actual spin. Uh, oh, how do I choose? Who thinks they may? But like, really shake your hand around if you think you came from really far away. Uh, uh, d d Even better if you're sitting on a Nile. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that gentleman in the white shirt here. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on Woo! up, sir. Um, fantastic. Let me move these cigarettes that are just weirdly at my crotch right now. Seven cigarettes. Uh, hello, sir. What's your name? Where'd you come in from? David, and I'm from the land of Mike. I'm from Chicago. Oh, Yay! hey. Yay! Give it up for that. Yeah. Is that catching on? Are they calling it that there? <laughs> Everybody's calling it the land of Mike. Yeah. That's spreading. That's right. Uh, uh, what else are you doing while you're in town? I flew in this morning, and I might take a red eye out tonight. Really? Oh, for, this? God. for this? Wow. Wow. God bless. These people who feel the need to do other things, like have a meal or two. Uh, we appreciate the PTR commitment. Really good to meet you. Thanks for coming up. Uh, uh, go ahead and give it a spin. Let's see who else. Who have we not landed on? On the guy roulette. We'll tonight. We are left. Uh, we're back. Okay, okay. So let me. Uh, you want here? Give it one more. And if we don't, then we'll just let you tip it wherever you you think it should go. Ooh. Ooh. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh. Steve yeah, Steve Wynn. I think we were all rooting win, for Steve Wynn. Put win, it there. Win, perfect. Win, perfect. Win. 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 You know what? Forgetting win. Here, take two. Let's do two. If you want two, two, do two. Hey, fantastic. Hey, give it all right. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for driving in. Uh, not driving it, in. Flying, no, flying, flying in. Red eye, as he said. Uh, um, okay, Steve Wynn. I mean, that seems like a great place to, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, to, yeah. to wind it down. Uh, um, so, Steve Wynn. Uh, um, I mean... Very fond of him, I think, of some of the things. Well, I was going to say, some, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he's credited as, like, changing it from just a gambling town to, like, an entertainment town. Like, sure. one of those guys, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, the, 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 the flash, the panache. You have to give it up to Steve Wynn. Uh, uh, Steve Wynn uh, worked his way up through the, the ownership of, uh, of the Golden Nugget, and he established in the Golden Nugget era... That he is a person who would like to be on camera. Uh, uh, this is, I, I, you know, I'm not just somebody behind a desk. Uh, I, 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 I want to represent my places in, in commercials. Uh, uh, and we've alluded to this one, I think, many times. I know we're both big fans of uh, the, the classic Golden Nugget commercial. Uh, let's check this out together if you, if you guys haven't seen this. Hi, I'm Steve Wynn, and this is one of the beautiful suites in the Golden Nugget of Las Vegas, which, as everybody knows, is downtown. Nevertheless, you'd be amazed if you knew how many people think that this is uptown. Hi, Mr. Sinatra. I'm Steve Wynn. I run this place. You see, I get enough towels. <laughs> That's what uh, the people down at the front desk say when Jason calls in hey. to ask for more towels. See that I get enough towels. <laughs> You're like the chairman in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Podcasting's Frank. Uh, um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, you know, he, I think he developed kind of a, like, I, you know, he, he got the bug. He got the performing the bug. The Walt Disney bug. I mean, everybody in the wake of Walt, I think, probably mm-hmm. was like, I'm the face of the company, and I'm also famous, and why not? Why yeah. wouldn't I do it? And if I am a guy who's on television a lot, then surely you can trust me and all of my uh, deeds and actions as the years go by. Sure, yeah. Uh, uh, someone on TV wouldn't do something bad, right? Never. Uh, um, there's like a, I think a, uh, a, a flair uh, of, of theatricality to everything that, that, that Steve Wynn did. And that, in, that includes, um, you know, the, the, the places that he, his inspiration for the hotels, you know, I mean, the, the, the body of work was uh, a Mirage and Treasure Island, Bellagio, the wind, the encore. Uh, uh, he, he did all of these places, and the Mirage seems like we're, we're really like uh, cracked open for him, and where it is, it does start to get Disneylandy and, and like and, and theatery too. And he, he kind of describes some of the inspiration uh, for the Mirage in this clip. And uh, uh, just keep an as this clip goes on, uh, keep an eye out for the uh, who is conducting uh, the interview. I think I think he'll be of note. Mm-hmm. Um, this yeah, good. Yeah. And then an idea came into my mind, an image uh, of Josh Logan, the director, doing South Pacific. And I heard Juanita Hall's voice singing, Bali High is calling. And, Jason and knows. too many orange filters. And, and I said to myself, well, suppose that <laughs> what you see with your eyes is not what your brain tells you should be there. There he is. It's a good face. Wow. That is this. This is his interview show, the Michael Eisner. Yeah, yeah, show? that was yeah. from conversations with Michael Eisner. Most tense smile I've ever seen. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I should have known. Let's all just known. Could we all? <laughs> could we all just sit in silence for ten seconds and look at his face? Okay. Yeah, seems good. Yeah. Okay. Co- count in your head. I hear laughing. <laughs> Do we have to start over? Yeah. We have to start over, yeah. We have well, to start over. <laughs> oh, Blue, what? You said counting your head, and you immediately started counting on your hands. Well, I was helping everyone in their head. As oh, far as, okay. Yeah. All right. I was doing, anyway. So, well, what, did so, you, what did you get out of that? Did you notice anything you haven't seen before? Uh, uh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, um, well, uh, clearly this needs to be the next thing projected on the sphere. Oh my God! Can Eisner's you imagine? Big face. Yeah, yeah, that oh would boy. be so good. Uh, 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 this is great. Uh, um, this is already like ten years old. I bet, right? This interview could be. Something yeah, like yeah. That. Uh, uh, well, it's certainly not from the recent past because uh, Steve Wynn's not uh, doing too much around here anymore. Uh, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I, I maybe one of the biggest me too's. I would say just purely financial in terms of like power and amount of money is he like possibly the biggest person that was taken down uh there's a lot of metrics for me to run around <laughs> in my head right now so i don't want to definitively definitively say that uh, but um, certainly up there yeah uh, um but the uh you know the, the, uh, uh, more fun times before we knew these things we should have known uh um, <laughs> the <laughs> Should have uh, shouldn't have just laughed at his funny ads. Uh, should have suspected something not as trustworthy of a space as Eisner. Um, 
let, let's let's watch one that I definitely remember uh, getting a lot of play at the time. Uh, uh, do you do you guys remember the ads where he was announcing both the win and the encore, and was sitting up on top of the hotel? Uh, um, the, I, I want to show the second one of these. This is this is the encore, the the second one. Let's check this out. Hello, I'm over here. Three years ago, I stood over there introducing you to win Las Vegas. Now I'm following it up the best way I know how. This is Encore. Wow. And it zooms all the way out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's like Tom Cruise Mission Impossible 4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve Wynn Encore commercial. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Next level. He did it first, too. Yeah, it's true, he, yeah. He saved Las Vegas. Tom Cruise saved the movies. Right. Popcorn. Popcorn. Popcorn movies. <laughs> Sitting buildings. Sitting building <laughs> towels. <laughs> towels building. <laughs> Sitting. <laughs> Shrek Stitch. Shrek Stitch. Stitch. Jason. Um... Cool, cool ad, right? You might be wondering who put that amazing then, ad together. Who did? Image. Who did that uh, incredible who helicopter shot? Can oh, you play no. the next clip, please? Las Vegas developer Steve Wynn joined forces with famed director Brett Ratner to film the final of the latest resort, Encore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that he's like doing the director fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Necessary. He's bringing uh, Steve Wynn back to life. <laughs> <laughs> Has he given him the symbol of love? He's given him the symbol of love, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, look, we've... Uh, we've wait, met, can we've... I say one more thing about him? Yes, oh, absolutely. Oh, that, please, I don't yeah. know if talk about this on the podcast, but maybe we have that he spent maybe a million dollars at auction for a Maltese Falcon that probably isn't real <laughs> what according to the big New Yorker piece about all the Maltese Falcons he spent all this money at auction for a it's and it was like that's probably just fake but he owns it anyway, did they say that after the auction or before way after it's like now there's experts trying to figure out which was the original and they're like it's definitely not that one <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, oh, wow. do you have legal recourse in that in that situation? I mean, I don't know. Don't tell him. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny, and I won't. You're right. I won't tell him. I mean, some guys need to get what they deserve. Uh, uh, so he got tricked by a falcon, and and earlier this week, uh, the the Nevada gaming board made him pay ten million dollars and made him agree to have no role in a casino besides customer. So that happened this oh, week. So he, can, he can play craps, though. Yeah, he can win it back. Yeah. <laughs> Put it all on red. What about sitting on one? Can he still oh, sit oh, on the uh, uh, May not be. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can still get up there, still get Brett making the director fingers. Yeah, yeah. He can film as many as he can sit as he on wants. all the casinos. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he gets back on top, literally. Uh, yeah. He sits on each casino yeah. on the strip. Hi, I'm Steve Wynn. The last time you saw me, I was opening up the Encore. Now I'm legally banned from doing anything like that again. So I'm just here to sit on the Cosmopolitan <laughs> and say, Hello, take it away, Brett. 
<laughs> Me too, guys. Gotta stay busy somehow. <laughs> and then you cut to like Michael Eisner on the other side of the street sitting on the different... Making the face. Yeah. <laughs> but far away because he's the helicopter pans out. Um, Eva, it's been a, a wonderful menagerie of guys. Uh, yeah. um, uh, uh, I don't know. Any any closing observations? Do we miss anybody? Uh, uh, um, I we missed Elon, but look, we all the Elon's digging pointless tunnels under the city. Uh, 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 don't go to the. Oh wait, Jason had something uh, about the pointless well, tunnels. Yeah. Uh, the, so the the Vegas Loop, the tunnels, uh, recently got approved for like a giant expansion. And uh, the mayor of Los Angeles, Mayor Carolyn Goodman. Oh, Vegas? Uh, or, you said huh? Los Angeles. Oh, okay. oh Las Vegas. Yeah. Excuse me. Las Vegas is not. It happened. <laughs> yeah. It happened to me. Uh, you might remember, if you're not from here, you might remember Carolyn Goodman from her interview with uh, Anderson Cooper in 2020 or mid-2020 where she's uh, possibly drunk and <laughs> saying like... <laughs> Vegas is open for business. We're not concerned about this virus oh, yeah. at all. Like, but uh, a, a little more... Doing an old hee-haw character. Yeah. A little more eloquent, her comments um, on the loop. I think it's impractical. It is not proven yet. We don't have any raw, real data that's confirmed. I find it unsafe and inaccessible. It is operator-driven. Therefore, it's not on a rail and cannot cannot move us all safely if this car that you're looking at gets a flat it backs up all the way it, it backs up all the way the traffic there are no exits along the way if we have a grid problem we all know what the problems are with energy look at california so i don't quite that last part's a little confusing to me um by the way she did vote yes on this expansion <laughs> Uh, possibly a guy too. Possibly yeah. a guy too. Yeah, um, yeah and I have lady guys. Uh, um, I know that you know. Ladies it, it, are guys. Ladies. Ladies can be guys. Ladies yeah. can we're be guys. Re- yeah, we're researching. Do you th- is we're there, looking into it with infinite resources and money? If if you set out to be a Vegas guy, oh yeah, you have any thought what you uh, how you might do that? Third Liberace Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> which, I, I pit them all against each other. Which and aspect of talk. which aspect of Liberace would you want to control? Oh, um, I uh, cars only. Okay. I don't know, Batman-related stuff, something. <laughs> I'd find my little corner of it, and sure. I'd get real weird with it. Yeah. And then I'd make a nonprofit and draw people in to meet me. That's and right. And then I'd trap them, and they'd be with me, mm-hmm. and not wow. the other two guys. And then I'd become the console to somewhere. <laughs> and I'd get four dogs. To b- <laughs> <laughs> the console to Blue's Planet, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Blue, do you, we're wrapping up. Do you want to say goodbye to the folks really quick? Okay, one, more, one, one more check-in with Blue32. Oh, yeah. Where did I throw? Oh, he's in here. Oh. <laughs> Back in his box. Oh, man. And he, he wants Jason to work him. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. Shrek again. He was just asking for Jason. I don't know. Oh, he's ba- Oh, there. Yeah, he's good. Does Blue have a goodbye from us with Jason's voice now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Blue. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for coming out to the show. Oh, he wants Scott to work him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ohana means family.
There's something I actually want to do. The only way that we can truly end the night on a note of love and close the time loop and fix all the stuff with the dads, the only way is if one of you guys, if one of your dads that I was friends with is actually here and I could give him a big hug. Huh. Is that possible? <laughs> is somebody, is one of the is boys' one of the dads people on stage available here? to come up? <laughs> Unprompted? What, is he here? Is my is maybe is maybe my oh father my here? Oh my it's god! A miracle. It's one of the dads. Whoa! <laughs> what? It can't be Kent. He's watching back in California. Who is that? <laughs> my eyes. I don't see so good. My eyes are flopping. Is that Mr. Carlson? <laughs> yeah! Whoa! Yeah! Uh, <laughs> You guys! Oh my God! It's been so long. It's so good to see you. Give me a big hug. Oh, oh! It's wow. got to. Hey, a, now it's all good. A, maybe a quick smooch too. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Thanks, Mr. Carlson. Wait, wait, wait! Give a hand for my father. Give, Be you guys Don't got a hug too. Hug, hug, hug. <laughs> <laughs> you got a thumbs up. Yeah. Getting out of here. Wow. <laughs> he did not want to be I'm part surprised. of Boy's World. <laughs> now everything is fine. <laughs> now the time loops is sealed. I hug the dad, and that means we can all go forth into the world and everything will be right. You survived Podcast the Rides, Big Vegas Groove Belinda. Wow. The eye, yeah! All hey. oh, glory to the eye! Hail the all hail the I'm eye! Gonna, I'm gonna lick the, the sticky part of the eye! Num 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 Um folks, thank you so much for coming out. It really means a lot to us. We hope thank you have you a very, great weekend. Very much. If you do things besides seeing this, our thanks, of course, to the great Eva Anderson. Yeah. You, thank you survived. Guys. Thank you for having me. This was a dream. Live. So happy to have you, Eva. Thank you all for coming out. Thanks to the Space Las Vegas. This yes. place has been incredible. Thanks to Team Bugmane for recommending this place. <laughs> uh, uh, Thanks to and, my dad. Uh, yeah, and, and especially, hey, you know what? We did the ultimate theme park thing. We embarrassed a dad. That's Yay. right. Wow, we did it. Folks, thanks so much. Thanks for live streaming. And tired, too. It's been so much fun. Best Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Cigarettes for all. Oh, anybody? Any teens here want a cigarette? Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.